Good morning, good morning, good morning. In John 13, verse 32, it says, And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. If Christ be lifted up in the earth, he will draw all men unto him. Father, we thank you so much this morning. We put our heart and our attention and our affection upon you. We are so passionate to be called children of the Most High God. We are so passionate to open up our eyes and know our God is still the same. We open up our eyes knowing that everything is alright. We open up our eyes and still making a decision to choose you as our God, to choose you as our Father, to choose you as our provider, to choose you as our healer, to choose you as our waymaker, to choose you as our defender. We thank you for your great name. For your name is great and worthy to be praised. We are forever thankful. We are forever grateful for all things that you do unto us. We thank you so much, God, for revelation upon revelation, encounter upon encounter. Hallelujah. Releasing prophecies, things to come. Things to declare, things to decree, fire that shut up in our bones. Father, we thank you for Holy Ghost flow. We thank you so much, God, for everything, for taking us out and bringing us into, preparing us to step in doors that no man can close. We thank you, God, for allowing us to have the confidence to stir ourselves up on a daily basis because we are children of the Most High God. There is no God like you. There's no God beside you. There's no God before you. There's no God after you. And we thank you so much. You are being lifted up on the earth, in the earth. As it is in heaven. Therefore. All men are being drawn. Unto you. All men. All men. All men. You didn't say some men. You said all men. So for those. Who receive you as their personal Lord and Savior. Receive Holy Spirit. Receive wisdom. And knowledge. And begin to eat spiritual food. And then you put a fire on the inside of them that cannot be put out. You put a praise on the inside of them that cannot be contained. Therefore, they will go out and preach your good news of what you've done for them and what you have also to release unto those lives. Of those who are around them. And so forth and so forth and so forth and so forth. Many are being drawn unto you because they feel the love. They feel the joy. They feel the calmness in your presence. They feel relief. They feel wanted. They feel accepted in your presence when the world rejects us. You are the opposite to what the world does. And the father of this world is the father of lies. 
Hallelujah. You will put in our hearts more boldness to shut out fear. Fear to go forth, to release your word, to draw men unto you. And we thank you for it. We thank you for equipping us. You are always listening. And you are always watching. I see a harvest. And it's a way he prepared before you to walk through your harvest. I'm going to say ours. Because I don't just take it as he's just doing unto me. Hallelujah. I share the vision. It's a beautiful, beautiful grassland. And it's so high and it's so beautiful and it's so green and pure and divine. Beautiful sun is shining upon this harvest. And he has made a way. It's like he has lawned through that grass a path for you to walk in. And this harvest never ends. I was meditating yesterday on formal rain and latter rain because I didn't understand to my core to understand what does that actually really mean? For you to mention former rain and latter rain. What is latter? What is latter versus later? Hallelujah. Same thing. Later on. But I don't like how Webster used. Uh, he used the term like an end. Because there is no end, no stop to what God is doing. It's later on. See, you have the former. You have the beginner time. And the rain is another word of blessing. You have the beginning blessings. The beginning showers of blessings. Now you are in the later times. The finishing times. And it never ends. Best word to use? Later. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are in the later times, the latter times. And God kept saying to me yesterday, the latter end, the latter end. And end doesn't mean an end to or an end stop. No, it means the beginning of the rest of your life, the best of your life, the best of everything that God ever promised you, the best of provisions that God provided for you, the best. When they say the best is yet to come, you are in your best right now. Everything you was prepared for in the former times in your life, you are in the best right now. Every dream he has given you in the previous times, you are about to walk in it right now. That's your latter end, to walk in a manifestation of what you saw previously. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. There is no end. When you sit down, begin to meditate on God's word and how significant God's word is and how powerful God's word is, his word never ends. His word always remains. Therefore, you will always be blessed even when you leave this earth. Hallelujah. Never. There is never an end. He said, I'm going to draw men unto me. So in order for men to be drawn unto him, we have to be used. In order for us to be used, we have to be Christ-like. 
Because he drew all men to himself when he was here on the earth. Now he's on the inside of each and every one of us to draw all men back to him. So what are we representing while we're out here? Is it Christ-like? Or is it what you like? And a lot of times we feel as though we're doing what we're supposed to do. And we don't need no prayer. We don't need no fasting. But let me tell you something. I was a person who would fast up anything other than food at the time. Because it seemed like every time I wanted to fast, I got hungry, even hungrier. And I caved in every time. And let me tell you what changed my life with fasting. I said, God, I'm just struggling at fasting. I want to do it. But every time I get started, I don't think I get past two, three hours. I be starving. I said, how you do? You had nothing to do 40 days? 40 nights? My God. How you do that? See, I didn't eat this earthly food. I ate spiritual food. And the more you in God's presence, and the more you eat, and the more revelations be revealed unto you, you become full. And it's an appetite that only becomes full with spiritual food. That natural food cannot quench. That natural food cannot even touch. You wouldn't even want to even taste natural food compared to the knowledge that God's releasing in your belly. Hallelujah. So what changed my life one day, like years, years ago. And, and God said to me, he said, how about, how about if I do it with you? And that changed my whole world. I said, hold up. You, were, you mean to tell me you were fast with me? Say, yeah. We'll do it with you. And he said, we, he turned from I to we. So I said, okay. So now all of heaven, you mean to tell me? Go fast with me today just so I can do it. And let me tell you how God counted me. He know when he asked me something, I would never let him down. So by him mentioning that he would do it with me and heaven would be doing it with me, he knew I would already accomplish it. Because I would make sure that I don't let him down if he decided to do it with me. And that day turned to days and so forth. It's all about consecration. God was telling me the word. He kept giving me the word oasis. 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 What is an oasis? It's a, a small water puddle in the midst of a desert, of a dry land. And that's a beautiful, and that's how, you know, it's mentioned. But that vision is beautiful one to me. Because here you are in a dry desert thinking that there is no hope. You just need something to drink or you're going to die. And all of a sudden you see this small puddle of water. Just when you was about to give up, here it is. Here's your supply. Just when the children of Israel was about to give up, water was supplied. Many things were supplied. God will supply all our needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So, Father, we just thank you so much for just doing things in order. 
Putting things back in order. Putting things back in perspective. Don't you ever let anyone tell you that you cannot have what belongs to you. When God gives you a word about anything, a promise about anything, you hold God to his word. You do not have to go out here trying to see if what God is saying is true or getting people involved just to get yourself more persuaded. You stand on his word and you stand on his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stand. If that's all you can do, just stand. I see the difference in this time that we're in today compared to yesterday. And today, there are hearts are being turned back around that were going in a different direction who's deciding to come back home. And it could be your church home. It could be where you wasn't supposed to go that you went and you're coming back. You could be turned away from God. Now you're turning back around. He's turning the hearts back around. That's why he gave me this word. It goes hand in hand what's going on today. That I will draw all men unto me when I am lifted up in the earth. Hallelujah. Is he not being lifted up? Of course he is. Because we are doing it. When we worship. When we praise. The mention of his name is lifting him up. When you say thank you Jesus. When you say oh my Jesus. Whenever you say thank you Lord. Lord be it unto me. Lord your will be done. Lord I thank you. Lord I need you. Lord come forth. You're lifting him up by acknowledging who he is. Hallelujah. God is just releasing who you are by releasing who he is on the inside of you. And your personality will still remain. It just has his anointing on it. You are anointed as an individual. And God said to me yesterday, you are more powerful than you think. I was seeing myself, I like looking at the ocean. I love the ocean. For some reason, I just love the ocean. I just, I'm just so in love. I mean, not in love. (laughs) Let me take that back. Hallelujah, God. My bad. (laughs) I went too far. (laughs) I enjoy, I enjoy the ocean. Hallelujah. I enjoy, God said you went too far. Okay, (laughs) bring it back home. I enjoy the ocean very much. And I just study the bodies of water. And the Pacific is the largest body of water. And just, I just be studying the depths of it. How deep it is and how wide. I'm like, oh my goodness, it's so much water. And then I'll be thinking about how calm it is on the outside of the water, on top of the water. And then I begin to look on the inside and see all of that life happening in the inside of the ocean that you can't even see on the outside. You go to the beach, you just see water and waves. But inside, far beyond, you see so much life, sea life, 
ocean life. River of life. Hallelujah. And I was like, I just just so enjoyed the ocean so much. And just sitting at the seaside. And just watching the water. That's why one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is when Jesus was preparing breakfast for his disciples. The ones who were there. About five of them that were there. And he was preparing fish. He already had the bread and stuff already, you know, being prepared for them. After they was toiling all night trying to get fish. And I just love that encounter, how he's sitting there. I can, t- I can imagine a day, beautiful breeze, sun, you know, sun, sunrise, water right on the shore. I just think it's so beautiful. And I said, God, my God, that's a beautiful vision. And did a beautiful encounter when he had food already preparing for them. They were already tired and hungry. Here I am. <laughs> Come and bring a little bit of what you have. But that's after he said, cast your net on the left side. Hallelujah. But I thank God for that. And another encounter that just oceans, just oceans. I'm just so infatuated with oceans and water, bodies of water. And I was in the midst of the body of water. And all of a sudden I could just see a lot of animals obeying what I say. And I was like, nah, that ain't happening. But not saying that I don't have authority, but I'm just saying these animals these days not obedient. <laughs> that's how, that's what I was saying to God. So they're not obedient as they was in the beginning, God. <laughs> they, they want something else. <laughs> and God said, you are more powerful than you think. You are more powerful than you think. We are so powerful because we are children of God. That alone, I would never forget God told me to say that at a very young age. Just say, I'm a child of God. And when you say that, everything prepares a way before you to walk through that path as you are a child of God. Everything else has to submit to that declaration because it's a fact indeed that you are a child of God. You have dominion to be a child of God. You have authority when you are a child of God. You have power when you are a child of God. You have promise when you are a child of God. You have abundance. You have prosperity when you are a child of God. You are seated in heavenly places when you are a child of God. You can eat at his table when you're a child of God. And because he sent his son for his children of his, we now have right standards back with God. We've been brought back to our father for we have been foreverly forgiven. And our father due to his son's blood is forever satisfied. So there's nothing you and I can ever do to unsatisfy him again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Spiritual awakening. Spiritual enlightenment. Spiritual empowerment. Very important. Very important. We all need to grow more higher. To become more. More of all of who he is. Because our goal is all of him and none of us. 
Hallelujah. And I thank him for that. There is no situation, no problem, no obstacle or trial or tribulation more powerful than you. Because who you have on the inside of you and who you are as a child of God. God is changing up a lot of things. He's drawing so many people unto us. Let me tell you something. Just on my Facebook page, this is the first morning. I'm kind of, you know, ex- not be careful how I say my words. I'm not excited, but I'm just surprised. <laughs> Happily surprised. <laughs> Let me say that. Because my phone rings ding, 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 ding all day from friend requests all day. I'm at a thousand right now. People that don't even know me, haven't even met me, but I'm just praying for them, praying for them because God is drawing people to him, to himself in you. When you're walking in love, you become more attracted. You become a magnet. Because that's something that the world do not have or nor can it ever give. So they they run into who it coming from. And that person is you and I. Healing cannot come from the world. Come from God. And I thank God for putting heavenly downloads into these doctors, in these hospitals to strengthen us physically. But when you need spiritual healing... Mental healing, emotional healing. He put doctors in the earth for that as well. Hallelujah. But we cannot have the attitude, I know it all. We cannot become too religious. This is religious thinking. When you hug someone for a certain period of time and you don't want to be around a person who you think is foul because you don't want them spirits to jump on you. That's religious thinking to even think to have a thought that a spirit could jump on you without your permission. The devil can't come in unless he's allowed. It don't matter where you go. That's the case we wouldn't be casting out devils because you'll be afraid that that devil going to jump on you. But no, that devil has to bow before the name that's on the inside of you. Hallelujah. That's why I thank God for me being bold and fearless. But do I get nervous? Yes, I do. Do I have to stir myself with sudden fear trying to arise? Yes, I do. Because he's been calling me to go to these places, these countries. I was in Switzerland for like nine hours. Nine hours. I was in Turkey. Went to Turkey. I was in Zurich, Switzerland. Amsterdam, I was just, oh man, that encounter in, what was it, Zuri or Amsterdam, Father? In Zuri, that was, Zuri, Amsterdam, it was one of the, one of the most Uncomfortable places I've ever been by myself. 
And all I can do is just sit there and pray in that land. No one around me knew English. God had me there to just pray for some hours before I got back on my flight. And I was in Turkey. I enjoyed Turkey very much because the people that were around me were very sweet and very open. Very, very welcoming people. I would not mind uh, going out to visit Turkey again. Very welcoming. Very welcoming. But a lot of these places and these countries, God has sent me alone. But I wasn't spiritually by myself. And even on some of these flights, there were people that was also doing what I was doing that was on my flight with me. One man, I couldn't believe it was a, a husband and wife. I, I was so amazed. They were going to do the same thing and call them to do the same thing, but they were married. So they, they, were, they are one, but it was two individuals. And I thank God for that because that helped stir me up. But it's like every person I came in contact with that knew what God was doing in me by myself was so amazed. You mean to tell me you still went? You wasn't afraid? I stirred myself up. On a daily basis. That's what we have to do. Make no room for fear. Make no room for doubt. A lot of us don't mean to doubt. But we doubt. When we keep asking God the same thing. He's going to keep giving you the same answer. And that's even if he answer. Anymore. Trusting God. And lean not to your own understanding. I had no idea that God is just, whew, just doing things in me. Just doing things. I don't know a word to it. Father, <laughs> but it's strengthening me. It's preparing me. And I'm growing. Growing in every area. And let me say us. Because there's no way you can walk with God also and not grow. I always include you in my vision. <laughs> because my vision that God give me is not for me. It's for me to walk in, but they are for you. Am I going to enjoy it? Of course I am. God say one thing about you I love out of everything that I love about you. Now, I love everything, but one thing that stands out on you is your honesty and your passion to be honest. I have a passion to be honest, and I love that about myself. Do that mean I have never lied? <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I'm a passion. I have a passion for honesty. Anything that I see that's dishonest, I correct that with God's honesty. Because a lot of things that a lot of us get upset about when we see people that are lying about the gospel 
or people that being hypocritical about the gospel or being religious about the gospel. You got to be careful not to become religious, a religious person. Now, it's okay to have a religion, but just don't allow the religion to take over you to the point where you're beginning to be a Pharisee. Hallelujah. And begin to speak not how God wants you to speak and act the way that God doesn't want you to act. Hallelujah. When you begin to see yourself higher than you ought to think and begin to see people beneath you, then you begin to assume when you go places that you are there to save the day when in fact you have no idea who you're walking into, who presence you are encounter. You might be growing from them, receiving from them. You think they're coming to receive from you. Hallelujah. That's religious thinking. Hallelujah. And another thing that God said, do not... There are people out here who think it's funny to, or yeah, think it's funny or it's viable or it's life teaching to do something to cause someone to fall. And they're not even aware that they're causing someone to fall. For an example, I heard a good speaker say she dressed up like a homeless person and she wanted to see how many people around her that she knew how would they respond to that homeless person on the street? And then they had pastors who went in their church and portrayed to be a homeless person and see how would their members treat them. God said he understand what you mean by doing that. But truth of the matter is you're putting innocent blood on your hands and you're unaware of that. Because anytime you call someone you be the cause of someone, again I say, you be the cause of someone, again I say, you be the cause of someone being worse than what they just were, stepping away from where they was coming up into, or falling when they were standing, that's innocent blood on your hands. Because now you put them in a position where they made a mistake and they didn't have to without you trying to cause and see whether they will make a mistake or not. That's not your, your place to determine. Because we're drawing men to Christ, not condemning men while they are being drawn to Christ. Hallelujah. We can't do that. And that goes for every situation similar to that. Anything that you're causing people, like for example, people throw money on the ground and keep walking and recording to see if a person going to pick it up or tell them that they dropped something. That's innocent blood on your hands. You just caused that person to fall. And that's not what God wants. He wants you to pick them up, not put them down, not push them down, and not allow them to fall down. Hallelujah. That's iron sharpening iron. That's not your place to convict people, to, to think that you are convicting people, to correct them. That's God, not you. Hallelujah. And God does not condemn. You will, but not him, because he is merciful. That's why he don't want none of us in it, all of him, because we make mistakes like that. And then you make that person walk away with their head low and they didn't even have a reason to, they didn't even have, they didn't even have to do that if you wouldn't have done that purposely. Hallelujah. Please get what I'm saying. Let's not do that anymore. 
The visions of God are real. Believe it. Receive it. Walk in it. People that we were praying for, they come back to God, for God to turn their hearts back. They are being turned back around. Hallelujah. There are no I told you so's in the kingdom. Hallelujah. No matter if you were right and a person was wrong, there is no I told you so's. There are no I told you so's. So this day, I want you to know that all is well. And it's going to continue to be well. More, the more you meditate with God, the more you spend time with God, the more God is strengthening you and equip you for things ahead. See, now I'm in a place, I look at obstacles, trials, and tribulations beneath me. They are so beneath me. And a lot of times we say that, but when they arise, we allow that to overtake us. See, you've been being confronted with your faith, with your words. And it's just being confronted with you to show you where you are. You're not as strong as you think you are. So remain in his presence. Don't tap out. Don't tap in. Don't tune in and don't tune out. Remain. Because it's a constant renewal. A constant refreshing. A constant consecration. A constant oasis. A constant membership. A constant refinement. Being refined. Hallelujah. I just thank God for that. And this is how God showed me where I was spiritually yesterday. He gave me one word. Suspended. I'm like suspended. What's suspended? Hold up now. Then I was like, all of a sudden I started feeling bothered. I'm like, you just gave me one word. Why? What's, what's, I said, then I said, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Then I started seeing all kinds of words that was like a failure and all kinds of negative words that you don't want to see. Makes you think, God, what's going on? What's about to happen? Then I said, hold up, wait a second. Father, I don't care. And I'm going to literally say again, I do not care. I am not shaken. I am not fearful. I am not in doubt. It doesn't matter what word you show up in my face, whether it's suspended, whether it's failure, no matter what word it is, I am not afraid. I overcome all things through Christ within me. There is nothing that's going to overtake me. I overtake the problem. So I command every problem to bow before your name. And I begin to rejoice. I begin to praise even more and not praising to stir myself up to deny those things I saw. No, I begin to praise because I know nothing will ever overtake me. Nothing will ever harm me. Nothing will ever come close to me. Nothing will ever come in me because I am a child of God. I settled with that more than I have ever settled with that before. And you say, see how you have grown? You see where fasting and prayer take you? 
And people mean to tell me they can't stop eating for a couple of hours in my presence just to receive? That's why they where they are. That's why they keep coming back, doing the same things over and over again. Because they don't know how to be consecrated. They put a limit onto what they're able to receive. And they're not even aware that they're doing that. Fasting is so much more than just giving up food. Praying is just so much more than just saying things to be known to God. When you're fasting, you're allowing God to prepare you. And let me tell you how beautiful God is. Sometimes we call ourselves to fasts. But God, it's nothing like when God draw you to one. And that's what he's been doing since what? Last year. Last summer. He's been drawing me to these fasts. And they're all different. I woke up this morning. Honestly. I woke up this morning. And the first thing was on my mind was. Do I have to fast today? <laughs> but God said don't think like that. Don't wake up thinking like that. <laughs> Well, good morning to you too. But that shouldn't have been in my heart like that to wake up and just ask that. Because I guess I I don't know. I just wanted to know if I was gonna eat or, you know, but that should be <laughs> that shouldn't be the first discussion that you have with God when you open up your eyes. Hallelujah. I ain't say good morning or nothing. I just said, Am I fasting today? <laughs> Hallelujah. But the thing about it is being drawn to fast, I see why. I see why. I don't even want to go anywhere. I don't even want to do anything that pleases my flesh. And it's okay. It's not going to be, it's not going to remain gone. Because we on earth as it is in heaven. And there are a lot of enjoyments in heaven. But it's just that God is doing, he's just strengthening me. Strengthening me even more. Teaching me even more. Growth. Is taking place. Let me just say that. More growth. And I've never been where I am today. Where I am today, I have never been. (laughs) I can walk now and know what it's like. See, a lot of us, you've been in the midst of the ocean and you've been in the middle of a storm and them waves overtaking your boat. Would you be afraid? Or would you command a storm to cease? Seriously. A lot of us say we command a storm to cease. But when you get a bill in the mail that don't belong to you with your name on it, you get upset. So you mean to tell me that you can be in the middle of the ocean and command that storm to cease, but you can't deny that bill that came in your mailbox? Or that doctor's report? Or that form of disrespect? Or that gossip about you? Come on. Seriously. God is confronting us with our areas of growing. There are areas that need more growth. He's confronting us with the areas in our life that need more growth. Don't deny the teaching. Don't deny the correction. Don't deny the shrooning and the shredding and the pruning. See, a passionate person loves to be pruned because they don't, go, they don't focus on the pruning process. They eyes are on what happens after. I'm better. I'm sharper. I'm wiser. I'm ready. Hallelujah. 
So this day, I want you to pray to God in a different way. More, more of your heart, more of your heart and less of your mind. Don't pray out of your mind, pray out of your heart. Because that's where you store the things that you care about in your heart. I don't know who this is for, but I love you too. <laughs> I love you so much, whoever that's for. God allowing my spirit to receive things, hear things, feel things. Someone was just thankful for that message. And said, I love you, and I love you too. God has drawn people unto me. I know every time you hear me talk on this podcast every morning, you hear my phone go off. But I'm not going to entertain no spirit of lust. I'm not going to entertain no negative motives. But I see it like this. Every person who come in my presence, whatever your motive is, it would not leave out of my presence the same. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I thank God for that. We can't go around here being mean to people, being harsh. We have to be soft-spoken, being passionate, embracing people. Do not turn anybody away. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful to God for that. Some of us be like, don't you become a leech? Let's not have that kind of mindset anymore. Hallelujah. Because you have what somebody else need on the inside. They may be lacking peace or lacking love or wisdom. And you have it. You're overflowing in it. So release that unto them. And some people thinking they don't want to give up any because they're afraid it's going to take from them. But trust me, that's why it's called an overflow. God's not going to release it unto them from you and you not have any. You're overflowing. You're going to always have. And in fact, you're going to have even more because you're now giving. And when people receive from God and they feel the receptive. I mean, they feel what they're receiving and become more receptive. They go do what? Like that woman at the well, go run and tell. Like that man who got healed from being blind. Who told? Who told? If I'm not mistaken, Jesus told him not to say anything. And he said it anyway. There was this man. Who rubbed dirt in the ground, mud, and put it on my eyes. <laughs> Hallelujah. They would tell. Guess what happened to me today? I received healing. Guess what happened to me today? I had an encounter with God. People would tell. And they'd be like, who? Where? That's how God drove men unto him and you. Through what you're out here doing for him. 
if you're not doing anything, no one will be drawn unto you. And we're not talking about drawing people to be popular. You know what they want. God, not you. They want Christ. Holy Spirit. They need wisdom. They need the knowledge. They need the word of God in you to teach them. How to become who they originally are. How to be equipped. How to be sharpened. How to be stirred up. How to be convinced and fully persuaded that their father is the almighty God in spite of anything that's happening around them. How to deny the pleasures of the flesh. To begin to allow your spirit to be overtaken. I mean to overtake. Hallelujah. Allow your flesh at all times to be overtaken by your spirit. And not the other way around. Because that's how we fall short. Hallelujah. We have to remain in God's presence. A lot of us are called to a higher calling that I cannot deny because I am one of them. But go as far as God take you, which is no limit. Don't be satisfied because you're starting to receive blessings and miracles and signs. Receive more than that. Go further than that. Hallelujah. Receive that with a higher, even higher, and even higher level than where you are than that. Hallelujah. This time of consecration is very important to me. I received a new mantle and a fresh garment. And I do not look at life the same anymore. Because my heart for people have enlarged. I would never forget. I was in Southeast D.C. Willow Road. And this guy was giving something bad to smoke. And he began to lunch out in the middle of the road. And it was a green light. And the bus was not slowing down. Because some people get excitement to do things like that. That's purity evil. Especially when you know that the other person is wrong. That bus driver, I felt, wanted to hit that man. Because they knew they would get away with it. They wanted that adrenaline of excitement. The same that cop had that adrenaline and that evil excitement. To put his knee in George Floyd's neck like that. That he could have stopped a long time ago. But he had a thrill out of it. That's evil. Pretty evil. And I saw that same evil on that bus driver who wanted to hit that innocent guy who's offered something bad in the middle of the road. So what I did was I rushed off my bus. I said, I cannot allow this to happen. And them boys, young boys behind me said on the bus, you're going to go off there and help him? I said, I will not allow this to happen. They said, wow. Well, all right, enjoy. They, in, in other words, we're watching from afar. We're not getting off. 
Don't care. Don't matter. I'm not alone. Gotta go. I rushed out there and swept them out the street. Bus came immediately after I did that. I stood there. He's taking off his shoes, trying to take off his clothes, and I'm not touching him in, in, in certain areas of his body because he's a man. So I'm telling him, I'm using him to pull up his own pants. But I put his shoes back on. I said, stop this. Right now, stop this. Stop it. And he began to look at me. And all of a sudden, just like that, he came in too. He began to fix his clothes. And then he looking at me up and down. Like, who are you? <laughs> and that's how he looked at me, up and down. Like, who are you? Like, where you come from? And then he walked over to the guys who sold him the stuff and just sat down. And the guys looked at me like, what just happened here? We don't know if we can even get mad at this or not get mad at this. Because this is something that never happened. This, this is strange right here. This, they look, that's, how, that's, what I was, that's what I was getting out of them. They looked at me like, this is strange. He was just lunching out. And we wanted to watch him lunch out and laugh. But whatever she did brought him back. What just happened here? Now he walking away. And the thing is, as he walking away, he keep looking back at me. Like, what? Like, who are you? And as they sitting there, and I'm, I went back across the street, just standing there, and they, it was like probably six of them, and they just kept looking over there, but not trying to allow me to see them being so amazed, because they was hardcore guys on the street, and they didn't want nobody to notice how amazed they were, because they were so hard. You know, some places in the street, you can't show no affection, but they were greatly amazed, and they couldn't hide their affection. They was like, what, what just happened? Who is this woman? This woman is the same as you, a child of God. They was like, she just saved this life. And whatever she did to him or whatever she said to him, brought him back. And he just wouldn't take his eyes off of me. He was just like, like th saying thank you, heart to heart, thank you. And I looked at him like, I understand. You can't really say it like that. You can't really express your affection out here in the streets. Which I don't understand, but I do get what you're doing, why you're doing it. And God has kept telling me to show this place, show up that place, show up that place. Now, where I go, I don't have to. And where I go, please excuse that. And where I go now, I don't have to say anything. I don't have to say anything much. Let me say that much. Because where I'm going, it's like I'm at, a, I'm at a point on a level. Let me say I'm at a level now where everything in God and me that they need is being released out of me and to them. And I can feel as it's leaving my body. And sometimes I, it caused me, like I told you the other day, it caused me sometimes to be st stuck still or it caused me to become weak. But I can feel what is happening. I'm not going to just be weak and fall on the ground. No, that's not how God does. He's in order. Hallelujah. He allowed me to continue on, but I'll just be very, I'll be getting. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> God is so good. Someone just said, check your account. Whatever's in my account will be in my account. 
Can I share one more thing before I leave? I don't know if I shared this with you guys before, but they had this lottery thing with this mega million and what 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 is it now? 30 million, something like that. Probably I think it's 50, 60 million. So I got caught up in that conversation. I said, what if I just what if I just be a winner? I don't gamble. Just because I just did it that day. Just because. I could do this for the purpose. I could do this for the kingdom. And I bought like what? Six tickets. And God said to me when I got home. Throw them tickets away. Throw them tickets away. Throw them away. And I said forgive me. You're right. That's not what we do. That's not what we do. I don't care how innocent it tries to look. It's not right. <laughs> and God know I'm passionate about being correct. Being honest. I cannot tell people that God is our provider. And yet I bought some tickets and win the lottery. That's a lie. And God said I know how passionate you are about the people. And I know you want to do it right. Throw them away. And I tore them up so small to the point I wouldn't even tuck myself out of re-taping them back. I tore them up and threw them out and took the trash out. There is a winner in Merlin who still haven't came forth yet. <laughs> and I told my mother, she said, what happened to the tickets that you, you bought? I said, God said, throw away. Tell me. She said, okay, okay, I get it, okay. But I can feel in her head like, what? <laughs> but she said, okay, okay, I get it. You're right, you're right, you're right. And then she, I didn't know she told some other family members who's like, what? And there's a winner in Maryland who haven't came forth yet? Where them tickets at? I said, they're being recycled right now. They said, girl, you could have been a winner. You could be the winner. I said, you know what? I'm already a winner. I'm already a winner. And I'm not going out like that. I don't care about no money. I don't care about any of that. See, it's different, it's different when a person say that and you're confronted with $50 million. No, I throw it down. Because walking in truth is so priceless. Means more to me than money can even come and think to or even imagine to embrace in my life. I hope you got that. I'm worth more than that. My father's worth more than that. And you to me worth more than that. That I walk right and I walk corrected and I stand corrected. Not, I repeat, not to tell you to do something and I not do it. And God knows how honest I am and how passionate I am about being that way. So he stopped me. He said, I know, I know your heart. I know you. Tear it up. That's not you. You love the people too much to tell them something and you do something else. And you don't even mean to do something else. It's just that's what it is. But you see it differently, but that's exactly what it is. And you need to tear it up. The winner still haven't came full. <laughs> Every day. I have two family members like, girl. Give it to me. <laughs> but the thing about it is, I can tell while they're at home by themselves, they're thinking about that. And, they are, and it's allowing them to be healed. Because, and it's allowing them to receive from God. Because they're like, what matter of love and loyalty and honesty is this? Unless it comes from God. That's God. Because I don't know nobody in this world would ever do anything like that but God. Hallelujah. Now they're home thinking. I, I caused them, not even being aware, but it, that testimony have them thinking. Like, man, it's, it's causing them to stand up and, and do what they're supposed to do, pretty much. Like, wow. 
You did that because God told you to? Wow. Wow. And you obeyed? Wow. That says a lot about your love. It says a lot about your relationship. I need to step my game up. And that's where it puts people in a place of elevation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People look at me and say, girl, God, God about to bless. Girl, girl. God blessing. Girl, do you see what I see? <laughs> it's to be expected when you're walking with God. But don't confuse it with thinking that I earned any of it or I deserve any of it because of what I'm doing. It's inherited unto me because of Christ's blood. Hallelujah. So everything that we receive is not based upon what we do. It's because of who we are. So I love you so much even more today than I did yesterday. Pray for me as I continue to pray for you. And know that this is the best days of our life. We're in our latter rain. Enjoy all the blessings. All the miracles. All the signs. All the wonders. In earth as it is in heaven. I love you so much. And enjoy your day.